0: What's going on Miami? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm Manny Garavito and I go live every day-ish to talk to the people of Miami. And just to say what's up, how are you Miami? Thank you. It's great to be here once again and talk to you guys about stuff. And today I was thinking about uh, what's going on with the sweet culture of Miami, huh? Why is it that when I wake up in the morning and I want to have myself a Miami breakfast, it's full of calories? There you go. So uh, in case you guys aren't familiar with the podcast, I go live every day ish to talk to the people of Miami. And on today's topic, let's talk about having a sweet tooth. And if you're listening, what are your options whenever you're feeling that sweet tooth craving? Let's get this podcast started. All right. One of my favorite ice cream shops. Big shout out. Big shout out. To Salt and Straw over in Coconut Grove, and they just got one in Wynwood. I didn't know this place was there for a while, but it's been ruining my diet ever since I tasted the sweet, sweet ice cream creations of this place. Uh, This place kind of like, uh, in case you guys aren't familiar with like craft ice cream, the best thing about ice cream is how cold it remains in your mouth when you swallow it. Please keep your sexual innuendos to yourself there's also a place i don't know if you guys are familiar with this place i forgot the name of it but there's a cuban ice cream shop in flagler if you go deep eastbound on flagler somewhere in a little mini plaza you know those mini plazas that they have eastbound come on they sell third-party clothing they sell those shoes for nine dollars you know what i'm talking about right you walk you go to some plaza there on flagler if anyone knows it please put it on the chat what's the name of that place is it Mikonian Paleteria? palateria i think it, it sounds familiar um oh by the way Kent wants to let everybody know that there's a on the Turnpike. Do not get on the Turnpike. It's a nightmare on that freeway. Shout out to the people of Miami for helping each other out in terms of traffic. You know, it's crazy to see how the people of Miami when you're driving on the road and they're on the road with you, they give you nothing but that anger. Oh, you cut me off. Oh, look at you not using your turning signals. But when we're all home, comfortable and relaxed, that's when we help each other out. Hey, guys, don't go on the expressway today. A, to- a cement truck is blocking the place. All right, thanks for letting me know. But if we saw you out there, you know damn well you're going to take out your animosity on us. Thank you very much, Kent. Yeah, I think it's called something like that. Meconian Palateria or something like I don't know, because it's not really popsicles, Kent. It's also like an ice cream. Let me just look it up. That's what the internet is for. I want to give a shout-out to this place because... Uh, Cuban ice cream shops have very particular flavors, like something called Mantecado. Have you guys heard of this flavor? Apparently, it's like eggnog and cinnamon or something like that. Flagler Street, Miami ice cream. Let's see. Um, it's like really, really eastbound. Is it Polo Norte or R ice cream? Or is it Miami Coppelia ice cream? Yeah, I think it's Coppelia. All right, so you go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Copelia. All right, shout out to Copelia ice cream over on Flagler. Reminds me of Copelia in Havana. Yes, this is definitely it. All right, so I walk into this place on a random night in the city of Miami. And I go in, and there's flavors I've never even heard of. And they're making ice cream floats with, like, Cuban sodas, and they're putting the ice cream on top. If you guys never had a float, you're missing out. If you want to make it even sweeter, get the Cuban version where they put, like, Malta. (laughs) You know that Materva Malta, right? They fill up a big cup of Malta, and then they put a scoop of ice cream right on top of that. Oh, it's a diabetes, a person with diabetes, it's his or her wet dream. Uh, Vikes says his favorite uh, place to satisfy his sweet tooth is Sweet Melody Ice Cream and Kendall. Guava and cheese ice cream. Great segue, Vikes. So in case you guys don't know, one of a, what is considered a snack in the city of Miami is cheese with guava paste. That is another sweet tooth guilty pleasure that we have in the city of Miami. And shout out to all the parents that taught their children the way because if it wasn't for our Latino parents, we would have never discovered how why does guava paste and mozzarella cheese? Why does that go so hand in hand? Who would have thought that combination? That's almost like a science discovery. <laughs> Guava and cheese coming together is like molecules, making a whole new molecule. <laughs> why is this taste so good? Ma, what kind of witchcraft is this? Why, why is cheese and guava paste go together so well? Huh? What kind of witchcraft is this? <laughs> yeah, guava and, guava and cheese, man. That's, it's a little weird. Why is that so tasty? We also got flan, flan, whatever. Uh, In case you guys are listening in and don't know what Flan is, uh, first of all, you should because I only make this podcast to the city of Miami. What are you doing listening to this episode? This is only for the people of Miami. If you don't know what Flan is, the show isn't for you. Just kidding. It's an egg custard, and it's a delicious paste that can be molded into a specific shape. If I were to run a restaurant or if I were to run some sort of bakery, I would mold a Flan into more... uh, I guess, marketable shapes, because flan is a little, it it just looks so flat and plain when they serve it. That's the thing about flan. They serve it in a dish, and it's a circle with a base on it, and it doesn't really look that appetizing, but when you eat it, it's delicious. But why can't they make it into better shapes? As a matter of fact, why don't you guys get butt molds and make flan butt molds so when you serve it, you can shake that thing. Hey, there you go. That's a genius idea. That's what I want to start. I want to start a booty flan bakery where we just fill up booty molds with flan and then now you're eating ass. (laughs) Uh, It's called the Eating Ass Bakery. Hey, there's the joke. All right, fantastic. Uh, O'Donnell always called flan snot. Man, O'Donnell needs to stop being your friend. Tres leches is another one. How much milk sugar do you need to put on a dessert? Three? Three cows died for you to get tres leches? <laughs> three different cows combining their milks together to form one pastry for you to enjoy. When is it, when is it enough, Miami? Why do you always got to go all out? So tres leches sacrifices three cows. Flan has a whole bunch of eggs in it. A bunch of chickens die to give you a flan. When is it enough, Miami? When is this self-indulgence going to end? Huh? Can we leave these animals alone? No, we can't because our sweet tooth can never be satisfied. You know how I know Miami has a pretty bad sweet tooth? Um, not only are the, are the breakfasts full of sugar, like if you have your coffee, you know you got to have a lot of sugar to the point where the bottom has got to be a little firm, right? You know who you are. You know who you are getting your dark coffees, with lots of sugar thinking that 30 minutes of sugar rush is going to get you through the day it's not you only and that's and that goes to show just how much this city loves the rush you you take cocaine 20 minutes you got a sugar rush 30 minutes and then you crash and then you do it all over again the next day you never learn your lesson right you got to double down i love my coffee sugary but i got to slow down all right And even if you try to stop drinking coffee, someone in your life will show up with coffee in the little thimble, right? And then you got to take it because if you don't take it, what's going to end up happening? You're going to insult the person. If you ever turn down anyone that's trying to give you colada and they got the thimble ready for you and they're about to serve it to you and you're like, no, thanks. I'm trying to cut back on my coffee and sugar intake. They'll throw the whole cup at you. It's an insult. You got to take it. All right, so let it be known right here and now in the Miami Comedy Podcast. Never turn down coffee, all right? Coffee starts friendships. Coffee allows teams to perform better when you're starting a business or running a business. Coffee is a very important factor for camaraderie in the city. And if you turn down a little old lady for coffee, that lady is going to die with nothing but anguish in her eyes for you. She'll never forget you. She'll probably haunt you right after she (laughs) passes All right, sorry. Um, another reason why I think Miami has a sweet tooth issue is that you can go just about anywhere in this city and they always have a little ice cream uh, fridge. Have you seen these? Anywhere you go in Miami, there's little ice cream fridges just waiting for you to make a mistake. You could be going to the pharmacy to get your diabetes medication and then lo and behold... There's a little fridge selling paletas of uh, guava, dulce de leche, coconut with dulce de leche in it. I actually bought an ice cream, a little popsicle, thinking it was just coconut. I bite into it. The thing starts oozing with dulce de leche. I was like, I didn't ask for this. (laughs) This is almost like they force you to have extra sugar. Hey, we see you out there trying to eat a coconut popsicle. Let's add a little sugar to that. All right? Enjoy yourself. <laughs> you just buy I bit into this thing. It just started oozing on the side of my mouth. I, I didn't pay for this. It says coconut, and then in little small letters underneath it, con dulce de leche. I was like, wait a second. Why don't they let you know blatantly that this is going to be a a, 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 a a way more sweeter popsicle than you anticipated? I'll never forget the trauma that I got while I'm driving, eating this thing, and then it just oozes all over me. Um. Uh, let's see, Cuban Um, uh, Yes, I when I was in banking, a Cuban Pasolito was part of a complete breakfast. And here's the thing, man: when you work with people and they bring and they bring breakfast or dessert in the morning, as I like to call it, when you when you're stuck in an office that you don't like being in, you're gonna eat it out of stress. Okay, and just the fact that there's only a, a finite amount of pastelitos in the kitchen you got to eat them right there and now you could have had a healthy breakfast i remember when i would go to the office i would have a very healthy breakfast i would eat greens make a green shake uh some protein some egg whites feel good right i go to work all right i feel good let's get the day done and then like 30 minutes after i punch in hey there's pastelitos in 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 the kitchen i could be full and i would still be like i gotta get some of those right now before the rest of this animal of an office takes them all All the animals in this office will eventually take all the pasalitos, so I might as well enjoy myself and get one right now. And then I would force eat pasalitos. And I loved it. And I loved it. It was a good pastime to get fat at an office because you're unhappy. There you go. I just shared a little bit of my life that I completely forgot about. Thanks for bringing me down memory lane. I appreciate it, Vikes. Miami is the crack house of sugar. Well, yeah, I mean, I really think that there's some really good ice cream shops in the city of Miami, man. I've, I've visited so many ice cream places in the city, and we make good ice cream. Like Asuka over in, in Little Havana with the big ice cream on top, some great ice cream is made there. I already mentioned Salt and Straw being one of my favorite ice cream shops. I've been a sugar daddy somewhere in Midtown or Edgewater or something like that. Like, I went deep into Miami. In the back streets, there's a place called Sugar Daddy. And it's a little mini craft ice cream shop. I had like one scoop of ice cream. That thing was like $12. And I was like, ah, home, where even the ice cream is overly priced. But at least I got a good photo. Anywhere that you go in, if, as soon as you walk into a place and there's a neon sign, expect the prices to be higher than anticipated. Okay, you can go to the dollar store, and if there's a neon sign that says dollar store on the inside, you're going to be paying $3 for a dollar item. <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh the bread from media medianoche sandwiches alone is dangerously good. Yeah, that's a great example. Uh Big Jish. Why is the medianoche bread sweet? Because it ain't enough, Miami. It ain't enough for you to just make a regular sandwich. You gotta get the bread with the sweet little crust on top. Why do you do this? Why must you consume I I you know what? I already know the answer, Miami. You need you just need the rush. You just need the rush. Shout out to the people at TikTok, man. You guys, I I, I thought TikTok was going to be a place where people were going to be like, like dissing me, right? But every time I'm on TikTok, someone's always like, yo, this is good stuff. This is great. Thank you, Jimmy Stacks. I appreciate it. Damn, finally. Get some recognition out there on the internet. <laughs> I was very iffy about going on TikTok. It's like, I don't even know what to expect on TikTok. You know, some little kids be like, well, how come you ain't dancing? <laughs> All right. Um, the reason why I also bring up the uh, the sugar craze in Miami, apart from the great ice cream shops and apart from the breakfast here, uh, I was reading this article as I was thinking about it, like you know what am I going to talk about today on the uh, on the podcast? And I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share this screen. I want you to see this with me. Uh, it turns out Pitbull showed up at an Aventura restaurant called the Sugar Factory. How many places are called sugar in Miami? You know what I'm saying? That goes, this is like probably like the fourth restaurant or nightclub or bar that's called sugar. There's one in Midtown. There's one in Brickle. Now there's one in Aventura. That's great. I think sugar is going to run rampant. Sugar and cocaine, they kind of go hand in hand. You know, sugar is just more legal. I actually think sugar is more dangerous than cocaine because sugar just creeps up on you. Cocaine is on the spot. Oh, I got a banging headache. I got to slow down. Sugar, five years later, you're like, I got to stop eating sugar, right? Sugar can actually be way more dangerous in the long run uh, because it sneaks up on you. You don't know you're getting fat until it's too late. Cocaine, you already know your brain's getting damaged. You feel it <laughs> the next day. But I like this photo here of Pitbull. And one thing that I've always wondered is like why haven't they made a movie of this guy being like a superhero in the city of Miami? If Miami had a superhero, it would definitely be Pitbull. Are you kidding me? Just going around, just strictly Miami. Just like Batman only does Gotham, Pitbull only does Miami. And, you know, some of his superpowers would be like uh, he would kick somebody's ass while reggaeton music is playing in the background. He only does, like, nightclubs. He's like, help, help, I need help. I need help. Pitbull, where are you? He's like, where you at, baby girl? Oh, I'm in a parking lot in Winwood. No, nah, that ain't my jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> I only do nightclubs where it's lit. Maybe he barks and maybe like a group of pit bulls, a group of stray pit bulls start, uh, you know, surrounding the enemy. There's something about pit bulls brand that is very admirable being from Miami, that this guy just made a name for himself. He's an entrepreneur. He's very well-spoken. He gets into the right things. I think he's a great representation of the city of Miami, and I think he should be a superhero. I think Miami needs a superhero-themed movie, and Pitbull should be the main character. Because look at this guy. Look at the smile as he's pouring what looks like frozen drinks with Volley 305 Vodka. Let me just riff on vodka real quick. Um, Volley Vodka, never heard of it. Hell, it doesn't matter what's in the bottle, whether it's quality, whether it's not quality. Just the fact that it has 305 in it is pretty impressive. Uh, and I think vodka is a great representation of the nightlife culture in Miami because vodka doesn't have a flavor, right? And you can mix it with just about anything, so it's a very versatile drink. As a matter of fact, if, if I went back to drinking, I could easily say that vodka is probably on my top five of liquor. You can make just about anything. Speaking of sugar, you can make any sort of sugary drink with vodka, and it'll go down smooth. As a matter of fact, vodka is probably some of the reasons I've blacked out when I was like, at a party in, you know, in the VIP. And then when my friends would bring out that bucket and it would be full of vodka, I already know that I'm not driving. <laughs> I'm just like, I get the Uber app ready, loaded and ready to go so that when I black out, I hopefully I have enough brain power to call myself an Uber because there ain't no way. As soon as somebody shows up with a bottle of vodka in Miami, it's over. So for you to get Volley 305, and branded as the Miami Vodka, that's a fantastic move. As a matter of fact, Pitbull, if you become the superhero of Miami and they make a movie about it, make Volley 305, probably one of the main reasons as to why you got to fight crime. Somebody stole a whole crate, Pitbull. What are we going to do? I'll take care of this. All right, so Pitbull shows up at the sugar factory over in Aventura Mall, and he's dressed sharp. I w- if I had diabetes, I'd still show up to this thing. And from what I can tell, this place here, shout out to Sugar Factory, by the way. Congratulations on opening your doors. uh, Moves like this make me inspired. I like seeing businesses thrive in Miami. This is cool. So if you go to Aventura Mall and you go to this place, I'm like, you know, looking around the Instagram of this particular place. It turns out it's like a bar slash dessert place. And you could bring your kids in there during the daytime, but then at night is when the adults come out to play. Uh you know what I'm saying? Um, due to higher sugar daddy population in Miami, bikes has a great point. Yelling dolly while kicking someone's ass. Exactly. <clears throat> um <laughs> somebody needs to make a parody of this, man. I'm telling you. Hi from Portugal, welcome. Uh Oh, Moncherie is over in Portugal. Congratulations on your trip. Why is it that people that go on vacation got to let you know they're on vacation? It's like you're not on vacation unless you tell the world. Stop flexing, Moncherie Danny. Hey, I'm out here in Portugal and guess what? I got the Wi-Fi. <laughs> so I'm just here to let you know I'm in Portugal. All right, bye. You probably already signed off. You just logged in to say you're in Portugal and then leave. <laughs> Sorry, Moncherie Danny. <laughs> just messing with you congratulations on your trip all right enjoy don't make too many mistakes um so let's see what else is considered very uh sugary because the flex is hard i already knew it there was no you hardly show up on the podcast Moncherie danny and now you're here to let me know you're you're in portugal when was the last time we spoke a year ago now's the time i gotta let him know (laughs) Um, mango season in Miami is, uh, mango has got to be one of the most sweetest fruit in the entire world. If you, if you guys know about a a more sweeter fruit than a mango, put it on the chat, let me know, because from what I can tell, mango has the most complex and robust sweetness in all of the fruit kingdom mango reigns supreme because there's no there's no flavor like mango like mango has like four or five different flavors in one okay sugarcane is not a fruit sugarcane is a plant with saccharide in it oh look at me being smart just kidding i don't even know if that's true (laughs) uh support even though different time zones all right good i hope you stayed up late to let me know that you're in portugal people will (laughs) people will stay up late to go into your time zone and let you know they're on vacation on the other side of the world i gotta stay up till 5 a.m today why because i gotta sign into manny's podcast and let him know i'm out here hey there's the joke there's another one right there Oh, man, time zone flex. People out here flexing their time zones, man. While you're out there working, I'm out here sleeping. Um. All right, let's continue. People will sacrifice or put their lives at risk to climb up somebody's mango tree. Now, that's somebody's property. Has anyone ever gotten shot in, in Miami trying to get some mango? Has anyone ever been shot in Miami trying to get some mangoes? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people will put their lives at risk if they see a mango tree. If, if you're in a neighborhood and you got a mango tree, you, you gotta get you gotta get strapped. Mango season is stand your ground season. <laughs> it's no holds barred. When your mango tree starts growing mangoes, no holds barred every man to themselves. You're gonna be peeking out the window, and you gotta stay prepared because those mangoes will be taken up if you if you slack. All right, if you start slacking on your mango tree, somebody's gonna start climbing it, and they'll and they'll risk their lives. And imagine going to heaven, or imagine you you got your life flashing before your eyes because you got clapped for climbing someone's mango tree in their property. And is that what is that what you're gonna tell the angels and God up in heaven? And why are you here, my son? Man, I was just trying to get some mangoes. (laughs) I risked it all for a sweet mango. Worst thing is, when I got the mango, it wasn't even ready. It wasn't ripe. (laughs) People will wait for that mango tree to stop dropping. And people will go out of their way to make sure no one gets their mangoes, man. Like, people will cut off the branches if it, like, starts leaning over on the, uh, on the neighbor's side of the fence. Be like, no, hell no. We're going to chop those branches down because it's either I get 100% of the mangoes or no one's getting mangoes. Right? I want there to be a, a tally of some sort or some statistic of how many people got clapped over mangoes. <laughs> people will buy a whole shotgun. Just to randomly shoot up the tree while someone's up there and just, like, clip them. <laughs> no, and that's another thing, man. If you own a mango tree, you can't get a pistol, right? Because you, you don't know where they're at while they're up there. They could be wearing camouflage They're hiding in the branches. You're just shooting one bullet at a time. You get one sawed-off shocker, just one blast, and just the person falls down like it's duck hunt. <laughs> oh, man, there's the joke right there. Cut. Roll it. All right. That was good. Good riff. Thank you, Miami. That was a lot of fun. Pitbull to the rescue. He will protect your mangoes. Uh, Yes. Jay Moreno will be hosting tonight's show over at the Red Bar. If you guys want to see live stand-up comedy, uh, that show will be at 8 o'clock. We also have a late-night show at Thank You Miami in Little Havana, which is like a seven-minute drive. You can go to both, one at 8 p.m., Red Bar, and then when you want to leave and go check out another venue, you can drive seven minutes up northwest, and then you're over at Thank You Miami. We're going to be celebrating my friend Joe Bob McGinney's birthday, the redneck Guajiro comedian in Miami. Uh, Jay Moreno will be guest hosting the Red Bar. And uh, tomorrow we're at Dom's and Brickle. Wednesday, no shows as of yet. And Thursdays, we're at the One in Sunset restaurant over in Coral Gables, and that show is also at 9 o'clock. Last Thursday was an amazing show. If you guys want to have a dining experience and you guys want to hang out with some U.M. people and see comedians do their thing in Coral Gables, definitely check out the one on Sunset, either Thursdays or Saturday nights. And Fridays, we're back at Thank You Miami and Sundays, Tipsy Flamingo. There you go. There are the plugs. Jay Moreno, I hope you're proud. Uh, And thank you for reminding me. Curse and Blessing says, I was in Guatemala but didn't log on because I got no Wi-Fi. The Flex is third world. Yep. Yep. And what, let me ask you guys a question before I sign off here. Um, Since people like to flex that they're on vacation, do you guys bring back mangoes when it's like mango season somewhere else? Do you bring back fruit into your bags so that when you bring them into the city of Miami, these ain't just regular mangoes. These are Guatemalan mangoes. All right. Non-GMO, all-organic mangoes. Okay, little a little four-foot-eight four guy climbed a tree to get you this mango, and it's perfect. <laughs> oh, God. All right. We're going to do a mango bit real soon. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Miami Comedy Podcast. Again, I go live every day-ish, talk to you about random stuff and see what, uh, what comes out of it. I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, 6 o'clock. Have a great Monday night, y'all. See you next time.